0: Doc Bytes. to empower yes. Hello everyone, welcome to another session of Doc Bites podcast to empower you with information from specialists in medical auditing, billing, coding, compliance, and documentation. Now here's the host of Doc Bytes, Sharon Easterly. Well, hello everyone. Welcome. Thank you for joining us today. It's been a while, right? <laughs> well, I I just wanted to reach out today and connect with you because um I'm kind of reflecting, right? I think all of us. I think all of us over. The past year has done quite a bit of reflection, and in thinking of you all today, I thought about my journey, um, and the journey that brings me here today. So, um, just just to talk about me for a little bit, you know, I have been a person that has lived and breathed my career um, in in healthcare, in revenue cycle, in health information. And when I say lived and breathed it, um, I was listening to someone else uh, speak, and it was um, actually a DJ, DJ Cassidy. Some of you may have heard of him. And he talked about when he was 10 years old, All he wanted to be was a DJ, and that just consumed um, just about everything he did, even at 10 years old. So I think about me, and as I made my first step into this career um, many years ago as an outpatient coder, um, how I knew that this was. Something and and probably even before then that I just thoroughly enjoyed and I could get and that I understood and that I wanted to um, continue to grow in. So early on, I took that on. And you know, I know we hear sometimes about stepping across the aisle. Um, Well, I stepped across. And into the silos that we have, Um, you know, within hospitals and departments. You know, we have our our areas and our functions, such as revenue cycles, such as UR, such as medical staff, um, such as even IT, right? Um, Even working with administration. So as my career continued to develop, I found it so beneficial that I stepped into the silo, um, stepped into that area that I could probably assist, but I was still learning about, right? So I developed some great mutual relationships with, like, business office managers and directors and supervisors um, and staff in general. Um, because there were things that I maybe sent them that had errors that needed resolution. Um, Maybe they should have been sent in a different way. Maybe there needed to be a modifier on it that wasn't assigned properly. So I always knew that I had to have those interactions with those departments. Um, I remember one business office manager I worked with, his name was Steven, and hi, Steven, if you're out there, and it was around 2000, right, when we were getting into APC territory, and we all were like, we don't know what's going to happen, you know, out here in the world. Um, we don't know if our computers are going to work um, when that clock trips over from 99 to 2000. Um And at the same time, there was a shift in how we were gonna do CPT assignments. Uh, So Stephen and I, uh, we we just took this head on, right? And we worked very closely together, but also with radiology, with lab, all those key areas um, to make sure that we were all ready to roll. Not only that, (laughs) <laughs> we were getting a new system, I'm sure as many of you were. So um, we were getting a, a new health information system um, at that time, and along with that, we are getting a new encoder. So it was a very, very busy time, but we all handled that well, um, and we were quite successful. Um, in fact, within our division, we were a part of a a for-profit institution or system at that time, we were leaders um, out of all of the other facilities. So, you know, I I found that time, taking that opportunity to jump into the silo, (laughs) you know, and break down all those barriers was just so key. So as my career has continued to expand, Um, I've just always continued to do that. I found myself, you know, being called upon. And when I say be called upon, I found that not only was the business officer manager calling me, not only was the UR director or case management reaching out to me, it was also that chief financial officer. So early on, I developed great relationships with chief financial officers. Being able to articulate what we were doing into how that resulted in um, how they needed to utilize it, how that final payment needed to come across. Uh, So I had great um, relationships with, with CFOs. And then over time, I found that I had VPs that were outside of that area, um, such as, you know, chief operating officers or the senior VP of various departments calling upon me to help make strategic decisions. And I absolutely love that. Now, when I say help make strategic uh decisions, you know, folks are always looking at their service lines, right? And they're trying to decide what is or has been profitable, um, what should we expand into, and what's the next hottest thing out there coming, right? Or from a regular regulatory standpoint. Now, I always found this interesting. Um. Looking at how regulation is going to impact how we do business, and it does. You know, I can remember um, getting called in one of the boardrooms and being asked about um, what's going on with inpatient as far as we were getting rack. Um, You know, what was that going to look like for us as far as our business? Um, how is there going to be a shift, maybe, from inpatient payment to outpatient payment? Um, you know, what What for this year, you know, what else do we have to be concerned about from a status standpoint, from a service line standpoint? What changes are happening? Uh, so I was always involved um, in many of those decisions, and I think it just, help to grow me and help me see the bigger picture. And I just wanted to have this conversation today because it's important in our growth that, or or if you want to grow as an individual, if you want to, you know, make those steps upward, sometimes you've got to reach out um, and help other departments, let other folks see what your abilities are, Um, see what your knowledge is, Um, and be a resource. I have been, um, or tried very hard to be a resource to many different individuals, whether they were in my facility, whether they were in my state, whether they were across other states. Um, Like right now, if someone's implementing something new, they call me and say, Sharon, can you help us implement this? Or, you know, what's your what's your take on it? Um, what type of strategy do you think we should have for it? So it has been very beneficial. I mean, it's always very beneficial to try to step outside those lines um, if you want to continue or you want to grow your career. Um, many times, I've heard people say, "Well, if if you if you want to find something, um, call Sharon, or if you're not clear about something, call Sharon." Now, I try to communicate in a way that makes it very understandable, right? You know, we have all these complex scenarios, we have all these complex regulation, and not all the time can someone sit down and be able to portray that to you in a way that's easily understood? Um, So I try to do that um, because we all are different types of learners, right? We all interpret things differently. Um, And I am, you know, just a regular old Sharon. And as I see it, that's how I'm going to relay it, to make it in a way that's easily easily understood and transferable to what you do within your job. Um, so that's kind of some of the things I I wanted to talk about today. I, I wanted to continue down and and talk about you know you see two things on the screen here, right? You see doc bites and you see upskills. So um, I'm a a Thinker and a creator. And when I say a thinker and a creator, I think of what are some things that are happening now um, that can impact us in the future or impact us now and help us do our jobs better. Um, What can we hear and do to help us um, perform better in what we do day to day or have better tools? that we can use within our job. And so I have the Doc Bytes podcast, which I had to kind of put a hold on for other reasons I won't talk about today, um, but also upskills. Now, upskills I really love. And I, I love upskills because we... As a health information professional, as a CDI coder, um, depending on, you know, if you're in that line of health care, we got to think about our future, right? And in thinking about our future, we've got to grow ourselves. And that's what UpSkills is about. It's about growing us. Um, it's about helping you evaluate what you're doing now, and give you some additional skills, Um, maybe helping you in making that next leap to another type of job or type of position, or even just growing yourself within what you do now, upping your skills, um, increasing your talent. Uh, So that's what we're trying to do with up skills. So upskills, I've had a couple of apps. The latest app is, well, you don't know about CDI-wise yet, but it's HCC-wise. And with HCC-wise, I wanted to create a tool where we could find HCC's information, not just the HCC, but just different things that impact how we make, how we assign and choose an HCC for risk adjustment. And In a place that was more complex, um, and I could use very easily, very functional, and also could offer me a calculator um, if I wanted to calculate some HCCs. So that's what HCC-wise does. So I hope you have the opportunity to download that. Um, And I think, you know, this is just the beginning of some of those conversations I think we'll have about... You know, growing ourselves. We're going to have more guests on the show, um, and it's going to be a way for you just to get a, a snippet of information and be able to take that information and make it work for you. I hope that's what I did for you today. You know, I hope I gave you something that you can hold on to and that you can put into action and make you know, a change, a positive change, if needed. Well, thank you all, and I hope you enjoyed it today. You guys have a great week. Thank you for joining the Doc Bites. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Doc Bites.